Hello everyone, I'm Christopher Tan and welcome to Providence Money Wisdom, an original podcast inspired by my book Money Wisdom, Simple Truths for Financial Wellness. In this podcast, I'll be sharing simple financial truths to guide you in navigating through the minefields of misinformation and false promises in order to achieve financial security and peace of mind. Will a medical crisis break you and your family? More than 10 years ago, the Business Times reported that the average insurance coverage of a Singaporean is equivalent to only one year of his or her income, according to the latest report in 2018 by the Life Insurance Association (LIA). This situation has improved. On average, Singaporeans have life insurance which is equivalent to about 4.2 times of their annual income although there is still a protection gap of 2.1 times of annual income per Singaporean. But in the area of critical illness protection, there is a protection need of 3.9 times of annual income. But Singaporeans on average have only about 0.7 times of their annual income in insurance coverage. There is still a protection gap of 3.1 to 3.2 times. I've shared the basic principle of insurance in the beginning of this podcast. Focusing on medical insurance as I believe it is the most fundamental coverage. This episode, I will share more on how you do not have to cough up too much to get a relatively good cover, especially for a medical crisis. Let's talk about the top killers. According to the Ministry of Health website, almost three out of every four Singaporeans' deaths are due to major illnesses such as cancer, heart diseases, pneumonia, and stroke. These same top four killers in Singapore are also the main reasons for hospitalizations. As we all know, the one-time cost and recurring cost of treating these illnesses constitute a huge amount there is a pressing need for one to cover himself or herself adequately in case a medical crisis hit him or her. So, what is adequate medical cover? Are there any benchmarks that I should take reference from? Should I go for the maximum cover since I can never know what disease I might get and how long it would last? Not really. By adequate cover, it means having a comprehensive medical program that will ensure no or low out-of-pocket expenses during a medical crisis and allow you to live normally until your situation stabilizes. Generally speaking, in a medical crisis that involves a critical illness such as cancer and heart disease, there are two main financial impacts. Firstly, loss of income. Well, to be fair to your employer, there is a limit on how long they can continue to pay you when you can no longer work. There may come a time when your income will cease. But because you will still need to support your family's lifestyle, including putting food on the table, paying for mortgage, supporting your kids' education, and so on, you will need to replace this loss of income. Unless you have a huge amount of cash in your bank account, there may come a time when you have to make major adjustments to cut your expenses. And this may not be ideal, especially at this time when you are seeking medical treatment, requiring lots of rest and are not in the best position to make such important decisions. 
Well, the second financial impact would be increased expenses due to medical care. As you all know, the cost of treatment for a critical illness such as cancer and heart diseases can be very high. After the initial treatment, you still have recurring medical costs to worry about. If you do not plan for such a possible expense, you may conquer the disease and live, but you may also leave yourself and your family with huge medical debts to clear. So, how can you cope with this possible expense? The simple answer is to structure for yourself a cost-effective and comprehensive medical program. Many times in the course of my work, it surprises me to see so many people paying so much in insurance premiums and yet still not have comprehensive medical cover. So now, let me talk about protecting against loss of income, the first impact. Now, generally speaking, one should provide for at least three to four years of gross income in the event that we suffer a critical illness. The rationale for this is as follows. Assuming a person should pass away as a result of the illness, he or she would already have left behind sufficient insurance proceeds, assuming you have planned properly and bought sufficient death coverage insurance, to take care of his or her surviving family members. If he or she should fortunately survive the illness, three years of income, four years of income should be sufficient for him or her to be financially stable so as to make plans for the future. To address this potential loss, you should therefore consider purchasing critical illness or some insurers call it dread disease insurance. So for example, if you are earning 100,000 per year, you should have at least about 300,000 three times dread disease insurance that covers you till your planned retirement age. If you are conservative, you may include a buffer of an extra five years after you plan your retirement age or after your planned retirement age. The rationale for this proposed approach is if you have planned and executed your investment strategy well, you should no longer require any income replacement cover since you have I mean you would have already have a tidy nest egg by the time you retire. This sum should see you through even if you fall ill. However, if you wish, you may cover the first one hundred thousand cover with a whole life plan that covers you throughout your entire lifetime to serve as a buffer to pay for alternative medicine such as traditional Chinese medicine, which is currently not covered by insurance and also the other 200,000 with term plans. Today, we have also whole life multiplier plans, which bundle a whole life plan and term plan for this purpose. This is an option only if you believe in alternative medicine. Let me say again, this is an option and only if you believe in alternative medicine. Otherwise, the entire 300,000 can be covered using term plans. Now, Let's talk about mitigating the second impact, providing for medical expenses. Besides having MediShield Life, you should have a good hospital and surgical insurance cover. Well, in short, H&S. A good H&S insurance is one that will allow you to enjoy good medical care without much well, out-of-pocket expenses. Now, I have a table in the book that I wrote that shows a brief summary of the various HNS programs that is meant for an AWOT stay in restructured hospitals in Singapore. And this is a comparison between all the providers in Singapore. And if you are interested, you may want to get the book. 
to read more about it. Well, you may ask how much it would cost to have a good medical package, assuming a HNS plan that allows you to stay in A ward and 300,000 term. Uh, well, I'm talking about a term plan till age 65 years old, uh, and it is a dread disease cover to replace loss of income. So, how much would it cost you? Well, if you are age 35 and a male non smoker, it will cost you about 1,004 per annum. If you are a female non smoker, it will cost you about the same too. And this is if you think about it, really not bad considering the comprehensiveness of your medical cover and even if you are hospitalized for a minor illness, the program will potentially ensure that you do not have to come up with much cash to foot your medical bills. With a good understanding of your needs and with careful planning, you do not have to incur huge premiums. Most importantly, you will have peace of mind knowing that you need not fear the risk of medical crisis breaking you and your family. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence services, kindly visit Providence.com. I'll see you the next time. All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.